TE Talks with Guides is a weekly podcast for lovers of history, travel, and all things Italian. Welcome back, everybody, to TE Talks, sponsored by Through Eternity Tours. I'm your host, Rob Allen, and on TE Talks, we get to talk with some of the most fascinating people who make a living out of being wonderful storytellers. We get to delve into what drives their passion and share the experience that they've had in their life that helps them with their jobs. Uh, today, uh, I'm very, very excited because we have a very special opportunity. We have three guests who are going to be joining us today. This is just going to be an audio, but ladies, we're all being able to see each other. Uh, I have Cinzia, Eugenia, and Guya joining us today. Now, this is a very special occasion. And I think uh, why I wanted to have you all here is that you went on a very special vacation together. And uh, to let you guys know, as I said, you know, it, the podcast is called TE Talks with Guides. Um, but as we are all guides uh, in this conversation, one thing that we had to study in our preparation to become official guides that we had to learn about the Via Francigena, or sometimes they even called the Via Francigena, as it plurals, because there's always different kind of paths. A lot of variants. Yes, a lot of variants. And uh, it is, for people who don't know what it is, uh, many people are famous with the famous uh, the Camino Santiago. Yes. Um, but it is, imagine, guys, that Rome is a very important place of pilgrimage for many people of the Catholic faith. And there is this passage on foot that is supposed to start from Canterbury, right? Like the Chaucer Canterbury Tales. And you get over the English Channel and then you go from France through Switzerland and the Alps and down through Italy all the way to Rome. And then you can even continue eventually to Jerusalem. Yes. So I've always had this idea that uh, it would be lovely to do something like this in my life, to take four months out of my life to do this. And uh, I know that Eugenia, last year you decided on a vacation to go on this on your own, right? And you, you did this last year. For so can you tell us a little bit about your experience? Yes, well, um, last year um, we had a very uh, weird summer because for the first time after many years we didn't work yes so it was a little scary on one side mm -hmm. but a great opportunity on the other side so we could do <laughs> you know, plenty of time to enjoy and do things that we wouldn't do ordinarily mm -hmm. so uh, I was thinking about what I, what I could do with my time mm -hmm. and one day I was on uh, Facebook I am in a group of women mm -hmm. who enjoy hunting. And one of them uh, uh, um, made a post mm -hmm. um, and she said, well, you know, I'm uh, from Milan. I would like to walk uh, along the Francigena, but uh, I'm on, on my own. I've never done it before. Would anybody like to join me? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, yes, <laughs> I will. <laughs> and we ended up being uh, six. Six women traveling mm -hmm. together. We decided to uh, part of the Francigena in Tuscany mm -hmm. from San Miniato to Siena. And we got organized and we did it. 
And Alicia, we would be the fifth students gone from Siena to uh, Tocello. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yes, so we are yeah, it's very, it's not far from Roma. One of the same ladies uh, I worked with last year and with Chizia and Buna. Okay, yeah. so if I, I think I recall before you even went, uh, you're about to go on the vacation and that you had said that it was such a wonderful experience that yes. you wanted to repeat it. And yes, yes, last year I was so excited. And in fact, you know, um, I did it uh, in late uh, August. And when I came back, we all met, all the guys from Twitter and we met. Mm -hmm. If you remember, we uh, Oh, that's right. Wasn't it like uh, together to celebrate Pip's birthday? I think it was yes. September. Yes, 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 yes. So it was early September. Okay. And uh, I had just come back and it was so enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Chin and Buddha were sitting right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And uh, my enthusiasm must have been contagious because they said, I, I said, I, I told them that I would, you know, leave right away and go on. And they said, oh, well, we'll join you. <laughs> And so we, yeah, we, we managed to go. Okay. And you guys all did manage to go. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's always important to find the positive in, in, you know, challenging moments in our lives, which we've all been going through the entire world. And uh, to have that opportunity, because as guys, we are normally working. Yeah, in June, yes, yes, in July is a high season. Yeah. Even if you take a break, where you don't really want to Walk about 20 kilometers a day because you're tired. Oh, sure. Because yeah. usually working, you, you walk at least uh, 10 kilometers a day. So. Yeah, yeah. As tour guides, we do walking tours, so we are walking at least 10 kilometers a day. Uh, so, what you need when you are on vacation normally is something very close to the beach, you lying right in front of the sun with your yeah. aperitivo. Just yeah. to you. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's, yeah. yeah, it was the, the, the the good time to do it. Yes. So we would walk to like uh, in five days, we walked 90 kilometers. Wow. Which okay. is not really, it sounds uh, like a lot, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. Once you're there, it's so enjoyable that you don't really feel it. Ah, well, uh, um, go ahead, sorry. So you walk through, you know, the countries that you pass through, from villages and little towns, uh, and you walk through vineyards, uh, through valleys. Uh, the landscape is beautiful and it's different when you are in your car, in a, on a bus, on a train, you see the landscape. When you walk in uh, along the Frenchigena, you are in the landscape. You live the landscape. Mm. And it, it's a sensorial experience. And it, sure. As well as visual, you this year we smelled with it, that there was this uh, uh, scent of uh, Scotch room everywhere. Yes. Huge bushes of Scotch room everywhere, Beautiful. and this scent accompanied the whole uh, hike. While last year it was more of a tasting thing because it was um, late August, so the, the grapes were right in the vineyards. Okay. It didn't help, you know, picking some. Wow. <laughs> and there were seeds, uh, and there were uh, blackberries, big mm. bushes of blackberries, uh, and even the apricots. Late apricots. Late apricots, yeah, because the apricots are kind of around now. This is lovely. So, ladies, if I could ask each one of you and, and Chintz to, to, to also get you involved in the conversation, if you guys could choose a word to describe this experience, an adjective, what, what would you choose? Well, yeah, on the spot, Chinsia. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I, well, there are many words um, I could think about, 
but maybe uh, it was a very, for me, intimate experience. Like I felt very little, very small, not little as an age, but small um, compared to nature, compared to um, the land and the sky and, and the sun. You know, you're exposed to so much. Um, it's not wildness because you cross, as Eugenia was saying, many farms and, and vineyard, and but you feel um, that you can um, count on your body. So you're grateful for your legs, you're grateful for your eyes. And, um, and when you look at these space, you feel like you did it. You know, you count on your, on your body and your, and your um, willing of, of finishing. It's, you know, sometimes when you have this kind of experience, you are um, often, uh, you're thinking about your destination every day. So you know that you have to reach that town, you know, by a certain time uh, of the day. But actually, the experience is not the goal, but it's the walking. You know, you, you don't really are thinking about when I'm, I'm going to arrive, but you're actually enjoying every single step and, and, uh, and actually thinking so much. At least I was thinking a lot. Sometimes I was, I was putting music in my head so um, because I wanted to kind of uh, isolate from the chat with the others, you know, because it's really fun to talk and you, you talk with one and then with the other and then you catch up with the, you know, conversation but then sometimes when you are really quiet it's it's really beautiful you know it's it's really uh intimate that's why i chose this word mm, that's lovely it's really lovely uh gosh i mean well i'll go through i'll continue so Guia, how would you describe it it was a great experience for some aspect unexpected i mean um i was very concerned about my physical condition because uh, I realized that it was a pretty tough program to cover in six days. And then once we started, it was absolutely natural. So I surprised myself first. And then I started to look at the nature because uh, as uh, Eugenia was saying before, you are living the nature in this kind of trip. Uh, a very important point, uh, or at least it was a very important point to me was that none of us uh, was um, adding this journey for you know a religious pilgrimage. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were there just in order to enjoy the nature. But it was very helpful in making me realize what I've studied in the past. So for instance, when I was in high school and I studied you know uh, the Middle Age philosophy, I, I couldn't understand why they were so related to the nature to study the phenomenon of the nature and. Uh, Walking in this countryside almost alone, being alone in front of the nature, you realize why these guys were so focused on this kind of topic. Because actually, you feel part of something that is much bigger than you, mm -hmm. but you're part of it. So uh, you want to go thoroughly in every single aspect of that. And then the other thing that was really emotional to me was the kind of total immersion in experience that was a visual experience, but was also matter of smell, uh, as Eugenia told. Mm -hmm. And this was great. And, and we were so lucky that in this journey, we could spend a lot of time in the nature, seeing different kind of landscape, because the landscape changed as long as you uh, come closer to Rome. 
but at the same time, we started in a city with a great history and very important works of art, which is Siena. And we ended up in Orvieto, which is another city that is full of works of art. So this mixture of nature on one side and dark, that is very important to me since I am an art historian. Mm -hmm. And you forgot what was in the middle. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, I didn't mention that because this was the third part. The third part was uh, the, the beautiful climbing. Actually, it was a diversion from the uh, original route of the Francesca, and I will never thank Cinque enough for uh, insisting in doing that. But we climbed up the hill in order to reach the mm, monastery of Montolivetto Maggiore. Wow. Which is an amazing place because it's right on the top of the hill in the middle of almost nowhere. We were really for nowhere. three, four hours <laughs> in order to get up there. But actually, uh, the cluster of this monastery is decorated with fantastic frescoes made by painter that few years before and painting the Sistine Chapel. So it was so challenging to see this kind of painting there in the middle of nowhere, as we are so used to see the paintings of the Sistine Chapel. It was a kind of weird and fantastic experience at the same time. Mm. Well, yes, to clarify for everyone listening, because uh, clearly the three lovely ladies that I'm speaking with, we are all guides in Rome. And so we get to see the chapel, the Sistine Chapel, probably two or three times a week during the high season. Yes, almost on a daily basis. Yes. Well, well but, twice a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's funny because lots of times you know, clients kind of say, oh my God, you must feel so fortunate. And I'm always like, eh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so packed. But I, I remember though, I did get to see it. I remember the first time I saw the Sistine Chapel itself uh, with a private group when it was closed, after it was closed. And that was emotional for me uh, to go and see. So I imagine I saw those photographs. That, that is another reason why I really was, I'm so happy to have you guys here, to be able to have the three of you together so quickly after the experience. But you were sharing, uh, we're all friends on Facebook and you were sharing some of these images and I just thought they were stunningly uh, beautiful, I guess, you know. So, uh, and to continue on, how was, uh, Eugenia, how would you describe this experience compared to the year before? Because you've done different parts of the Via Francigena. Oh, yes, well, um, well, last year, um, we passed some major, well, not cities really, but towns, mm -hmm. villages uh, that are pretty famous, uh, like uh, uh, San Gimignano. Uh -huh. Um, and uh, Monte Rigioni. Mm -hmm. All this year, it was a little bit. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit more. Well, the beginning and the end were very famous. The beginning and the end, yes. but the middle was more uh, places um, that were foreigners that mm -hmm. didn't go, like San Quirico Dorcia, but it was the Val Dorcia, which is uh, um, in the world um, heritage. Uh, the UNESCO site? site, yes. And um, there are these tiny villages like mm -hmm. San Filippo d'Orcia uh, or uh, Radicofani. Mm -hmm. There are 3,000 people living there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's only for local people. It's not very famous, mm -hmm. not very touristic, mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, and I like both, mm -hmm. both, both, both parts. Uh, mm -hmm. If I should recommend it to someone, I really know which one to choose. Well, so they're, they're both really special, I mean, well, I would imagine any part is, is kind of a, a special experience. 
listening to all three of you, uh, I have to say, I mean, I think, you know, Guya, you're very clear. This is not uh, for for you guys. And I would imagine for myself, it would not be a spiritual journey. That's, our, that's not the right word. Not a religious journey. It is. I was going to say spiritual listening to that you know i mean when i when i was studying i remember I, I i really enjoyed walking to churches in rome and there's this there's this experience that you have uh when you are you know being challenged in a pilgrimage or just walking to a place and then you come to these places of astounding beauty and the, the feelings that you may have going through and you know how you were saying about how you may have felt small Oh, or, I mean, all three of you have said these things about feeling in a certain sense, small, but connected to nature. Right. Uh, I think is really beautiful. And I think people long for that, really. So I think it's, it's lovely. I think that, you know, because a lot of times people are connected to their iPhones or they're connected to distractions and inevitably disconnected. But the idea of, taking a journey with friends, colleagues, and friends, because of course, you're not just colleagues, you would just take a trip together if you were colleagues. Uh, to, to be able to do this kind of experience together, I think is uh, really, really lovely. And uh, Guya mentioned that you also had one of your friends that you met from the group from Milan. It sounded so lovely because uh, Guya said that she was the, the, the lady who was like, okay, we need to get this done today. We're going to walk this much time, blah, 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 blah. So she was being the tour guide for you. <laughs> That must have been wonderful. Be guided by somebody else. Uh, yes, that's like I had that one too on the first day. Fantastic. <laughs> you so have to think about it. You have to think about it. <laughs> yes, my God. So yeah, well, yeah, so it's like to have the freedom of not having to worry about that kind of stuff. Must have been really, really, really lovely. We love her. She's very experienced with. Uh, she has this app mm -hmm. and yes. ranger, and she knows all the apps and all the ways. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't get lost with her, but you do sometimes, occasionally. <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> so she finds a way. You know, to solve it at a very good time, any kind of. It's very good. We all got lost when we were off the French Vienna because the French Vienna on the French Vienna it is impossible to get lost uh, because mm -hmm. it's very, very carefully marked. Uh, and you have an app that you can follow. There's this red dot on mm -hmm. this blue line, and you see the platform. So you, you can't possibly get lost. So the only time we got lost, but it was like off the French Vienna going to the monastery. Oh. But because she had this very good app, and we found out by and we reached finally. My <laughs> goodness. We went to the monastery, <laughs> and we were uh, almost uh, out of any kind of physical strength mm -hmm. and we bumped into the nicest couple i have ever met they were running a little coffee shop in a small very small place that was called mm -hmm. kizure 200 people lived there less, <laughs> it was a small village basically and we were starving so we asked them if they could prepare something for us and basically they said yes and they shared with us their lunch because we ate the same thing that they were about to eat oh. uh, they were so lovely and the most beautiful artichoke that i have ever eaten in my life wow really yeah artichokes uh, uh tomatoes cheese uh, pecorino cheese uh, wonderful uh, mm -hmm. and tomatoes and toscan yeah at this i didn't want to eat i had my own little things i had uh, <clears throat> some almonds uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't you don't need we much don't a lot. Yeah, and I'm very tired and stressed and exhausted. I normally don't eat much. 
But then I saw there the mission and I said, okay, I'll join you. Yeah. <laughs> It's so good. They were so nice. Hands, the best How was the artichokes prepared? A little mano? No. No, like, they oh, were uh, just. Um, they so were in a jar. Under oil. Under oil. Under oil. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it was like. But was they were all made, so it was very special. The flavor. Mm. The lady had made the artichokes. I have to say, just this memory makes me think that. Two elements that are really great about taking this kind of trip are um, the food, because you really appreciated the evening meal. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to think about your lunch as well. So you pack your lunch every day. You know, at the end of the day, you think what, what I'm going to eat on the picnic the next day. But the evening is very relaxing. In fact, we discovered very shortly that in the evening, if we had a little wine or a beer or Vincento, we would go to sleep much happier. So we started to do that. <laughs> much better. Yeah. And the second element that is really important in this trip is actually um, the meeting with people. Like when Guya was describing this couple, I mean, there are no words if you were not there to listen to them, to describe these two old um, people kind of fighting but loving each other when they were talking to each other, like in, in the classic Italian way that if we were not Italian, we wouldn't understand that they were actually married and, and they loved each other. Uh -huh. and, and then on the way you meet people that wants to really connect with you, they ask you questions and you ask them questions. And it's really nice to know uh, that you have the surprise of meeting people that you didn't expect and uh, they give you a little gift to bring with you, you know, and then you have that memory. Um, I think the, the human contact with, we had were all lovely. Like, you know, you really learn about different way to live and sometimes, you know, you're surprised about to compare to your life, you know. Mm -hmm. This, um, can I ask you, I mean, it, it, this is again, exactly the thing that I would love to do. I remember many years ago when I first came to Europe and I traveled on backpacking, I was traveling by myself. So I had much more opportunities to meet people. Mm -hmm. People even, I would like, they would be eating at, at a restaurant by myself and someone said, oh, please come and sit with us, you know, and then we would chat. Right. These you are know, great opportunities. I, just what you say made me um, smile because, uh, so when we were getting ready for this trip, I went to a store to buy a backpack because obviously I'm 45 years old and I don't own my own backpack anymore. And um, I bought my backpack, I put it on and literally I felt so happy. You know, I felt like you say on my 20, I did my European mm -hmm. travel. And I think these trips really make you connect again to your past as well. If you're, you know, on our age level, you know, it's like, um, it's like, oh, wow, I can do this again in a different way with different perspective, different uh, expectation mm -hmm. and more um, relaxing, you know, uh, feelings because I know what I can carry or what I cannot carry. In fact, we were not carrying our backpacks <laughs> during the trip. We actually... Uh, hire, Eugenia was very good at uh, calling the service that was hired to carry our backpacks to the hotel. So we actually had to carry just whatever we wanted to carry for the day. I think that was obviously um, less official in the way that people normally do this kind of hiking. But if somebody's concerned about you know, that part, will I be able to carry my backpack for 30 kilometers? a day, well, you don't have to, you should not want to. So it was very easy. 
Yeah. Last year we walked the first twelve kilometers because uh, you, you you can uh, you divide uh, your uh, hike into stages. Yeah. And we 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 decided to have a short section the first day because we didn't know how we would react. Mm -hmm. No, none of us have been on long uh, hikes. So we, we started carrying our backpack, the big one. Mm -hmm. So I walked 12 kilometers with my big backpack on my shoulders. When we got to destination, one of us said, well, look, I'm not going to carry this. There's no. no way. So we got organized. Mm -hmm. And it was the greatest choice uh, because you lose the, I mean, if you have to carry this big weight, so then, uh, you know, your energy goes into surviving really and you, you lose the, the possibility to really get into what you are experiencing sure. because you're so tired. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is why not it's it's great on all the things the day and then when you get to destination you find goodbye. Yeah, so the logistics of it. So basically, because uh, I'm also gonna ask about this, because uh you know in our, our Facebook group Travel to be inspired, I threw up a picture after you guys agreed to to talk to me about this in the podcast and I, I brought it up to people and I asked a question. So already I have two very dear friends of mine uh, who may come out next year and that we'll do this together. And of course, wow. yeah, yeah, no, you can really see It's like, so we're all going to be having milestone 50th birthdays. Mine's next year. One's already 50. One will turn 50 this year. Uh, so we were talking about the logistics. And I said, oh, I think there are people who will, you know, can ship the backpack from place yes, to place. So you guys, you start out, I mean, the itinerary, you know more or less, okay, I'm going to have a week and you go from one point to another point and you know where the hotels are all going to be arranged or hotels or bed and breakfast. There is, there is an app uh -huh. uh, that you can download and they, they give you all the sections mm -hmm. and uh, lots of, uh, lots of suggestions on places to can also suggestions about where to eat. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, the places where you can sleep are quite different <laughs> from the others. You can sleep in monasteries, uh, sure. convents, uh, uh, little hotels, castles. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but it, it, you find a lot of information on this app, and you mm -hmm. can break the sections. Uh, mm -hmm. If they're too long, you can break them, and you always find somewhere to sleep. Okay. So it's we anyway booked in advance because we were. At we were four of us, so if yes. you are traveling on your own, probably it's easier to find in the very last minute the place where you can sleep. But being four of us, we prefer to book in advance. For sure. And I was very surprised that none of the people that we counted ask us money up front before arriving. Mm -hmm. so, uh, they were very friendly, and the most part of the rooms that we used were pretty good. Wow. And uh, did, were they accepting of credit card payments or did you have to have cash? The cases, no, they prefer cash. Okay. And you, you're you not carrying all that cash. Would you use bank cards or you had to carry all the cash? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The second day I forgot all my cash. I <laughs> moment of the journey, the most terrible moment of the journey because of I have set everything the night before, and of course, the belt where I put my money was safe. The next morning, probably because we put it. Yes, but I realized it when we were already in another place. We oh, were no. just having our breakfast in the next, uh, in, at some point in the section. I'm scared to death. I 
past probably the worst 20 minutes in my life. <laughs> and finally, I realized that I put that right at the bottom of my backpack. So that's um, safe even from you. So oh, there we go. Wow. So, okay. So you say we get up, you get up in the morning. Uh, did you, and so if, if I've understood you correctly, you guys would have breakfast in, the, in wherever you stayed. They would provide breakfast for you the next day, usually. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But we leave very early. Sure. Early. Yeah. Like what time do you leave in the morning? Because you don't want, yeah, you we want. We get up at five and we start at six. Wow. So you start at six walking. Well, of course, because at this time because of year. That best, uh, you know, I recall my granny when she told us, in Battino, allora in bocca, the morning is the golden part of the day, basically. And she sure. was right because uh, it was uh, still, I don't want to say cold, but you know, it was bearable, it was fresh. Uh -huh. uh, you, there was nobody around. Uh, so they want to make people around them while they Yes. <laughs> well, that's, that's great, too. Uh, but, well, well, please tell me. I mean, I don't drink Starbucks or anything like that, but you did have coffee available, right? Uh, yeah, it's not the case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I can't function without coffee at all. But in many places, we're pretty surprised that uh, there was at least one coffee shop in the, in the small town. Uh -huh. at six. Wow. Just yeah, sure. once we had to put off our departure of 20 minutes because the coffee shop was opening a little bit later but anyway we're speaking of 6.20 anyway. My bad is sure. Well we're all we're, we're all used to getting up for a seven o'clock oh, yes, early Vatican tour but anyway okay so <laughs> yeah I know so I was I'm talking to a guy in Capri and he's like well and I was like well listen in Rome they were like, oh, you want to start the tour early we start at nine. I was like in Rome we start early Vatican seven o'clock. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so then you would go and you would start walking for what? Uh, when, would you have an early lunch at that point? And, or, or did you have to buy, go find a supermarket to buy food uh, and have that with you? you? I got the impression you had your lunches during the day. Yes. The, the day before, we checked the section of the next day. If we pass through some little small town with shops, we usually buy our lunch in this occasion just in order to avoid weight on our shoulders sure. very early in the morning. If we didn't pass through any kind of small town, so we go to the, to the food the night before. Okay, great. Okay, all right. And so you'd have lunch around noon or uh, early? Yes. yes. We had a snack around 10, 10, 30, and then around 12, 12, 30, we had our lunch. Oh, lovely. Okay, and then uh, you would then continue to walk after in the afternoon until about what five? Mm, yes, more or less. Yes. Well, it depends on how many kilometers you have to walk. Uh -huh. If you if it is this year, it was not a short. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was very short. Unless you have to walk like twelve kilometers, so it takes uh, no longer than four hours, five hours. So yes. by noon, yeah, by when you are at the destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so your first trip, it was about 90 kilometers the first 90 week. 90 kilometers in five days. In five days. So this was was sometimes we walked 12 kilometers and sometimes 25. Uh-huh. And this time, the well, second one? 160 in seven days, six days. Six days. So this was definitely a, a minimum of 20 yes. kilometers. Yes. A minimum. Yeah, and it was, well, gosh, you did it in August last year. This year you did it at the end of May. 
like right now we're experiencing a bit of a heat wave. The heat has come to Rome, but it wasn't this hot when you guys were walking. No, no, no. It was uh, nice. I guess that the uh, end of May, first week of June, uh, maybe the second is the best period of the year. I, I was not there on August. She no, survived. So beautiful. anytime of the year, I think, and I would like to go again and again and in different seasons sure. to see the changes in the landscape. Beautiful. Uh, so now, at the end of August was in Bali. It was hot. Mm -hmm. uh, we started very early. It was still dark when we left. Sure. And we would watch see the sunrise every day. It was amazing. The middle of the and every day it was different. Sometimes it was fog, sometimes it was mm -hmm. yeah, so it's So then theoretically you'd have enough time to have a cocktail at the end of the day if you weren't oh, yes. tired. Yeah, <laughs> and we discovered Dean Santo at the end of the supper, which was a, a great experience. <laughs> there we go. Okay, yeah. I don't I don't appreciate I, I haven't uh, experienced Dean Santo too much because it's kind of sweet, but I guess after a hard physical day, it's that nice. It's fantastic. Touch. It's a cross kind of very hard biscuit in the country Oh, wonderful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, see, I, I, I enjoy this idea because it's like guilt-free meals without <laughs> having to worry because you've burned out a lot of calories. So, Chinti, can I ask you, um, when you uh, had focused on this moment, uh, like you wanted to go to the monastery, I'm kind of like that. If I find that there's something special, but did you ever fear like as you guys are all climbing up the mountain, oh dear, have I made the wrong choice? And <laughs> everyone's going to kill me. <laughs> I, I was actually pretty naive, so I didn't really ask myself, you know, how stiff is going to be the hike and how long. I, I just wanted to go there, and I said, whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And when we did it, actually, it was a very um, narrow path, and um, mm -hmm. not many people walked on that way. So the, it was quite wild, maybe the wildest of nature that we uh, encountered during this six mm -hmm. days. We uh, had a family of wild board crossing. Um, we, you know, we saw several animals, then we got lost, then we got uh, into this beautiful, um, like a uh, scenery of flowers called Ginestre, which are the yellow flowers with the smell really intense. It's, it's, it was like if you were walking into like, a, um, I don't know, you know that feeling when you walk in the mall and the, the perfume shop is coming sure. out. So the whole path was like that. It was like almost feeling, you know, a little um, too much. Uh, and so it was um, surprisingly difficult but also su surprisingly beautiful because I, I didn't really study the path as much. So it was like all a surprise, everything that was coming, including when we lost our way a little. Um, mm -hmm. It was difficult, but, you know, the fact that we actually did it makes it more fun uh, as a story afterwards. Um, and uh, uh, because we were so focused into the um, destination, um, I think because we all love art, Nobody wanted to give up. Nobody felt like, well, maybe we should call the driver. Let's mm -hmm. just go on the normal street that everybody takes. You know, we just wanted to do it. Uh, we even at one point, Purguya finished all the water. Uh, you know, we were like kind of desperate, <laughs> but we. I'm I'm glad we actually decided to do that experience because um, it was one special day to remember, sure. and and then you know you could see. 
when you see the affresco of um, you know Signorelli and Sodoma, which are these two main artists in this in this, it's actually they call it Abbazia, which is an abbey, but an American would call it more like a monastery because it's only men; they're not nuns there. And and you see them represented on on the affresco, and you see the portrait of the artist, and you really fantasize about wow, did that artist from Rome took like a donkey and did exactly the same path I did and mm -hmm. walked all this way and saw all this beautiful nature and smelled this. And, and then he arrived there and probably spent, you know, a year in the cold, in the spring, in the, in the summer. And, and so it makes you really appreciate that, like hard, you know, hiking made you actually appreciate the, the painting more, you know, the art better because you think, wow, those artists were traveling in a time when, you know, maybe walking was the only choice for many people. And, uh, and they were going to work and they were isolated up there. We stayed one day, but can you imagine you spend a year there with those, um, you know, with those monks and, and they explain us what we call, what they call la regola, which means that you follow certain rules when you live in that um, convent or abbey or whatever we want to call it. And I ask myself, would I follow those rules? Well, I mean, how long can I stay here <laughs> before they drive me crazy, you know? And I guess if that's your job, you stick there and you stay. But it really makes you think about um, art and landscape at the same time, you know what I mean? Lovely. That's lovely. So also to um, finish this up, I remember that uh, Guya mentioned to me because she and I were working on the video yesterday about our TV destinations, but uh, you were saying, Guya, that uh, Eugenia takes wonderful photographs and that uh, Chinsia, you were doing watercolors uh, of the landscapes that you were well, seeing? Yeah, when I could, we, you know, I was sketching, um, yeah. And so, Eugenia was doing the photography. Guya was collecting all the flowers. Yeah. So we were all kind of like into the, you know, art making. Wow. Well, you know what I could probably do? We won't use like the video of us talking on Zoom, but I could, you know, super lay the conversation over with the images that you guys have and, and share that on, on stuff if you would like to. Sure. It would be lovely for people to see. Well, anyway, um, so all in all, I guess, even though it's a physically challenging uh, kind of experience, but very worthwhile, I would say, sounds like you'd like to do this again at some other point in your lives. I mean, would you do it again? Yes, yes. yes. The late July. Or you do right. other paths of it, or <laughs> I imagine, I wonder what like the Viet Fungida in the Swiss Alps would be like really great heights are um, scary. Yes. I would say, <laughs> I'm scared of heights. Because it's very soft. Uh, uh -huh. Yes. What do they say? Well, I mean, they must have like blogs about this or people yes, writing yes, their experience. Uh, people, people ask, but most of the people go walk along Tuscany. Oh, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. They walk like all the way from the outer, from south. Yeah. They take two months off. How many months? Uh, we met uh, a man uh, that was from Rome. Yes, he was using the French. 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 Y
and his final destination was Santiago. So again, that they plan at least the three months, four months of uh, <laughs> walking and hiking. Wow. Well, well, I guess if you can afford to do it. But I, I do love this idea of a physically challenging um, vacation, I guess. I think that's uh, wonderful. I would look forward to it. I want to take the path of the gods in the Amalfi Coast. I've heard that's supposed to be really wonderful. Have you guys ever walked that or heard about it? I'm kind of scared of heights, but I still want to do it. Something different you can that is for sure easier than that. Probably the best, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and then, so, you. Well, I was thinking about, like, Dylan, we'll do this, we'll do a tea destination, and then he'll, like, take me being scared. <laughs> scared of heights up against the rocks, but anyway. Well, um, ladies, thank you all so much for your time. Okay. Uh, this was really wonderful. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else that we didn't talk about. No, I'm just saying thank you to the girls that shared this experience with me because it was so easy, so nice, and so lovely. Uh, it wouldn't be the same on my own. So they were a very precious part of this journey. Yes, I, I you know, I think uh, a thing about uh, what's great about uh, the group of guys that we work together is that we all have a certain and a very good way sensitivity. That's what probably makes us good at our jobs. But I mean, it's like the way you guys have beautifully described this in such different ways uh, is special. And thank you all for sharing it with us. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay. And for sharing. Hopefully we get, we get for other experiences because uh, I think people would really love to listen to you guys talk about other things and places. Eventually, with no eventually, computer screens. <laughs> I love that word, Natalia. Eventually, eventually, <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Okay, so I'm gonna start, uh, sign off and ciao. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our TE Talks with Guides. We have a new episode every Wednesday. Please subscribe to get an alert when each podcast comes out. Rate us and tell people how you enjoyed it and share it on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, send us a feedback about the show. Also, if you are curious about what some of these people and places we talked about look like, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch the video on this podcast where we have inserted special images for you to further enjoy the story. 